Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Idol episode three daybreak is over, but we're just getting started here on post show recap. Watching the idol, so you don't have to. My name is Grace, and I'm here with my co host, Jess Sterling. Jess, you're gonna watch just as much of the idol as Ariel and I, I think. <laughs> Except I'm stopping here. <laughs> okay, that's really fair. Yeah, uh, Ariel on vacation, so Jess Sterling comes back for another week. Last week, I was away at my mom's for my mom's birthday. Uh, I did not subject to my mom to watch the idol on her birthday. Oh, nor good, my dad, good. Nor my dad to watch it on Father's Day. So. But uh, <laughs> alas, I am here to chat about episode three um, of a TV show that's definitely on HBO Sunday nights. Um, here, here's well before we get started. Uh, PostRecaps.com slash Euphoria. This uh, all the pods are on the Euphoria feed. Um, up top, I, I wasn't here last week to give my takes on episode uh, two. I thought that episode two was mostly 
fine. I thought that the stuff about um, like her being pushed to do her dance routine, mm -hmm. I thought was like pretty effective. And actually, as much as I think that this episode has a lot of issues uh, that I want to talk through on this podcast, I also think I can see like if I squint, I can be like, yeah, I get what they're what they thought they had in this show. Yeah. Even if I think what is turning out. And the other piece is that I think that. Uh, I've learned some news just during this week. I kept saying this is a six episode season. Apparently it's a five episode season. Um, Over unless... halfway is what I'm hearing. <laughs> what if they do this thing where they're like, surprise, a, a secret episode of, of the idol. Like, it's just, oh, it's no. just the popular and trendy thing to do right now. It's secret just drop secret episodes. I mean, that's true. So yeah, mm. more, more than halfway through. And again, I will, I think that by the end of this episode, I was feeling very uncomfortable. I think that's how he wants me to feel Sam Levinson and, and, uh, and the weekend. Um, but that's, that's tough. Uh, but I, I do suspect that hopefully, you know, there is some sort of redemption arc for Jocelyn by the time we get through the end of the show, uh, in two more episodes, uh, Aaron and I will chat through that. I, I do feel like this is, you know, this is, if this is the midpoint, the end of this is like, you know, midway through the episode mm -hmm. is the midpoint. I can see where this is supposed to be sort of the darkest it's supposed to, to get. Just to, to recap Daybreak, um, uh, Tedros Tedros, which is his name in the show. Ridiculous still. <laughs> still ridiculous that that is a person's name, but okay. Uh -huh. Well, he's a cult leader, you know. Um, he takes Jocelyn on uh, a shopping spree. He gets very controlling. We also get some flashbacks to um, like a nutritionist who he tells Jocelyn to fire. And he's going to get very stern with uh, Leia, um, or, or Leah, her assistant, um, saying, I'm in charge now. He does drop the, the uh, NR word. Oh, uh, God. Yeah. Can you yeah. believe that someone said the R word in 2023, Grace? I was stunned. Yeah. Stunned. We'll we'll get into because I think that like it does seem like the show wants us like Tedros is the bad guy. Very obviously show, we're so. supposed to hate him, but like yes. can we hate him without having to use the hard R on television? Because uh -huh. I think I mean, that it's still just as effective without that word. Truly. I mean, I think that that's fair. I also think that word is surprisingly still lingering in our in our uh, culture. Like every every once in a while, someone will say it, and I'm like, "Whoa, I thought we weren't saying that word." And yeah, like, who are oh, you? Really? Why are you saying that word? But anyway, um, alas. Um, and then um, you know, uh, Leah calls uh, Heim uh, to, to to like come, you know, check it out. Uh, they return home. They talk about the music, and I'm like pretending like. Yes, this is great. Why don't you try making more music and secretly like, uh oh, I think this is real bad. Um, uh, then there is sort of this uh, uh, uncomfortable. Also, when they go shopping, they just uh, some you know, they, they so much sex is happening, Grace. Like yeah. just yeah, anywhere, everywhere, all yeah. at once <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is where they're having the sex. Yeah, the I know that everything ever all at once came out last year. That's an award winning, but I I bet they're disappointed to show that they couldn't call it sex everything everywhere all. Yes, truly, <laughs> all I'm once. so sorry for even putting the these two properties in the same yeah. sentence together because yeah. it's everywhere, anything. What is it? Every everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all at once. All at once. Yeah. I'm getting myself confused. They don't. They, mm -hmm. they don't. We can't. You know, they're too good for this. You know. Yes. So we're all we're gonna get some. Um, some hints about Jocelyn, potentially maybe she could write about her mom with this, uh, the woman who was like naked and playing the piano last week. 
they're working on music together. We get this scene with all of Tedros sort of followers. Who's like, you're never supposed to say no to an opportunity unless uh, it involves being with you. Cause that's the one thing Tedros will like, actually kill me if I try to be with you. Um, and uh, they talk about, you know, the, the, how trauma makes art and, and bad things happen to you and they're worth happening so that you can make amazing art that saves the lives of many more people. Um, Tedros BS uh, that these people have all been indoctrinated by. Then there is the dinner scene in which uh, Xander had earlier been approached by Tedros. He wants to suggest, although maybe not at the moment, but is lured into it, that perhaps she used the picture from episode one that was leaked as her album cover. Uh, Jocelyn is like, maybe not. Maybe it's really embarrassing. They get into this whole conversation about everything and how you know she conforming to people and making bad art right she's not she they want her to be the the baddest of the bad girls there hasn't been a truly bad 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 girl pop star in a really long time and then it is ultimately revealed that her mom was (sighs) abusive um uh and particularly there's this notion of using uh, a hairbrush and she would hit her in places that um uh, she uh, that that where nobody could tell that she had been hit. I'll I, uh, I'll edit in a, a, a trigger warning at the top of this episode uh, in case you are not watching the show. I feel like that would be fair to do. Um, and and then uh, so this is now a secret that's sort of been exposed, even if she didn't want to, to do it. And then he says, "Well, maybe you miss having your mom around for the motivation to make great music, and that's why you don't make great music anymore." And then by the end of the episode, he is also using the the hairbrush to both brush her hair, but also we see in sort of like a you know simultaneous um, you know montage, he is abusing her with the the hairbrush. But in the morning, she wakes up and says, "I'm glad you're here to take." care of me or thank you for taking care of me okay it's a lot uh and there's a couple other things i didn't talk about that i do want to talk about in terms of like the show because i i think that like the r word is i think there's there's like two ways in which the show there's there's problems i have with the show and one i want to couch in like i don't i think that these conversations that are happening where they're like isn't that guy, I can't remember who they're talking about, but isn't this guy glad that like his family died so that he can make amazing mm-hmm. mu- music? And he, sh- and she's like, well, I think he would rather have his family back. And they're like, I bet not. I bet that, I bet he would say, I'm so glad. And I do think it is like awful, but I also want to just like giving the show credit sounds like, sounds bad, but this stuff is, <laughs> It's, it's three of five episodes, right? Right. And so I want to believe that this is the, sh- like, Tedros is the bad guy. The weekend is playing the bad guy. Yeah. And so all of these, like, beliefs and thoughts are things that ultimately we will see to not be true, to be toxic, a, a, a way in which toxic people yes. uh, uh, behave and talk in the way that he has sort of you know, gaslit everybody into like, every time you say, no, you're wasting an, a potential experience. Right. And by the end of this show, it'd be like, Oh, that's, that was all bad. Don't believe that's not true. Bad things don't have to happen to you for you able to make great arts. And Tedros is like grooming and like grooming. I don't know, like, you know, indoctrinating Jocelyn and the story will be a triumphant, you know, it could be triumphant or it could be a tragedy about right. like the danger of people like this. So that's like, I'm trying to give the show some credit and like, that's the story it's trying to sell. And I do see some, there's a, a TikToker I saw earlier today who was like, I actually think this is like 
a really well-told story in terms of like this thing of like a singer who gets corrupted by right. somebody who comes from a, this, you know, I, I don't want to speak about the idol and succession in the same language. How Sterling. dare you? But there's some Roman <laughs> Roy energy to Jocelyn in terms of, yeah. I found that like the when we, when we, and, when we learn of the scene yeah. of her mother having abused her, then I'm like, Oh, maybe that explains why she's into like some of the BDSM and, and why she's yep. like, drawn to Tedra. So I don't know. What do you, what do you make? Cause there's, cause there's that. And then there's a whole other thing that I want to talk about. Yeah. Later I think the, the problem I have with the show is like the good nuggets are just like slathered in hot garbage. Yeah. Like, it's just like, there are moments where I understand what they're going for. Right. And mm -hmm. like, there are moments where I'm like, gosh, this character of Jocelyn, like, yeah, she is very tragic and you could feel yourself relating to her for certain very specific things. And, uh, it's really sad what she's going through. And I think Lily Rose Depp, like, uh, certain glimpses, she's like a decent actress for the show. Right. Like, I think like yeah. there are moments where I'm like, wow, she's doing a good job at portraying Jocelyn. My issue is that like the way in which they present it and go about it 90% of the time feels like uh, they're just being dramatic for dramatic sake, like feels very salacious in a way to grab people's attention and yeah. over the top, right? There is nothing subtle about this show. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem I have with it. Is it like whacks you over the head with like the story in ways that's like turns me off. And I feel like sometimes it's so over the top that it's actually like really painful and difficult to watch and not in the way that succession makes me feel where it's like a little bit of a knot in the stomach tenseness. Yeah. The show it's like, we've gone too far. Um, mm -hmm. And the thing, the other, the other big problem I'm having is like, I, I specifically, I want to point to the scene where they are in doing the shopping spree yeah. and Tedros is the one who is like picking out all the outfits. Right. Mm -hmm. And he threatens a sales associate. Yes. And he's just like, don't you, you know, if you look at her again, I'm going to drag you out to Rodeo and I'll curb stomp you or whatever. Right. That's what he says. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't believe the weekend. <laughs> I do not uh -huh. believe him. I don't find him to be like, yeah, he's intimidating in the way that like, sure he like runs a cult and he's like creepy and scary but like i just don't find him intimidating and i kind of wanted to laugh in that moment rather than be like scared which i don't think is what they were going for no. um so i just i think there's so many things about the show that is just like uh really turning me off and like turning me away from it um and i think the things that work for me don't come up often enough Right. Mm. Like, I think the storyline where we have this, um, the, the backup or the, the dancer who's now kind of like replaced Jocelyn in the music video, we get like yeah. very brief glimpses of that. I think that's a really interesting storyline that we're like not really exploring a ton. I think Chaim and Destiny are two really interesting characters. And I usually am appreciating them when they're on screen, at least, right. They have the whole conversation of, okay, I need to get my gun, right? Like we're gonna, I gotta get my gun. We gotta go in. And that I thought the scene of them and especially the positioning of the characters, right? We had like Destiny and Chaim on a on a couch together. Yeah. And then Jocelyn was kind of hanging out in the center. Mm -hmm. And then Ted Tedros, Ted Ross, whatever, is sitting behind her. And they're yeah. having this whole conversation. And meanwhile, and like they're acting all impressed by him, right? And they leave and they're like, Yeah, she's in trouble. 
So like, but they don't tell Leah. I hate that they don't tell. Leah. Oh, me too. And they're like, oh, he's great. He, you know, he's wonderful. I was really upset they didn't tell Leah too. But I thought, like, th- I think those two characters are actually really interesting, and yeah. I think their relationship with Jocelyn is really interesting. Like pointing out in episode two, I thought they had some really great moments with her. So like, I'm just missing the things that I actually like about the show, and instead, I'm getting more and more and more of the things I actively dislike about the show. Um, specifically, yeah. I mean, I know, I know the the because I I think that what worked for me in episode one is basically everything up until we get Tedros. So yeah, all of his all of her different like people we have not seen Dan Levy since episode one. Uh, right. I don't think he was in episode two. Exactly. Where is he? Yeah. And the uh, um the the writer for the article. um, Yeah. Um. That's Harry Neff, but I'm trying to... uh, Talia? uh, Talia. Yeah. I find the dynamic of that... I thought that was, like, really working... It was working really well, this dynamic of, like, there's a crisis in Jocelyn's life, and all of these people who have differing views and all want to control her life while she's sitting below on the grass, like, and then she looks up and they're, like, waving as they're, like, toying with her whole life. Some of them in ways that you feel like yeah they are they are trying to protect her and in some ways in ways that i feel like they're absolutely not trying to protect her i really i really like that and i think that there's an interesting one of the most interesting pieces of this episode to me is when jocelyn reveals that her mom hit her there's this conversation with xander who's supposed to like the, the idea being like his uh her creative director but also seemingly like a friend in episode one he's in the group with um like uh it's him and leah and jocelyn who go drive in the car to go to the Mm -hmm. club so he is seemingly like because he's younger he's like in the inner circle right and he said like oh i'm here to protect her like i'm her friend i'm here to look out for her and he's basically put on blast and like guilted about the fact that he knew jocelyn's mom was abusing her and basically did nothing to intercept or to stop or to uh, alert someone or do something yeah. to help her. So I, I think the thing for me is there's a there's a term in comedy just called like a hat on a hat, um, yeah. which is where like you have like a, um, a a comedy idea where you're like, what if it's like aliens who run a hairdressing shop? And then it's like and then you're also like and then also it's Mardi Gras. And you're like, no, nah, that's a, the second part. It's a hat on a hat. It's too much. Like, don't mm-hmm. do the second part. There's already enough like working on the first thing. The second part will make it confusing. I feel like the story, and maybe this is like, it's been done a bunch, but I do think in this specific situation, the story of Jocelyn having all of these people around her who um, are like both invested in her livelihood and also invested in her as a musician and mm-hmm. the, and like, you know, the pie chart on that seems to be like, you know, perhaps Haim is more invested in her, you know, he's like 60% invested in her as a person and 40% or whatever, you right, know, whereas right, right. like the person, the, the woman from episode one, um, uh, Nikki, Nikki is like 90% concerned with her career and like right. 10% concerned. And then we have like live like, nation guy yeah. who is 99% yeah. Yeah. Uh, invested in her as a yeah. career. <laughs> so, there's like I feel like there's enough there that this whole like and also the weekend is a cult leader is it's like I think it's too much. Yeah. I, I I like the idea of that happening and then this woman looking for something outside of it that she believes to be like true and like it is like she she believes that maybe there's somebody who's a hundred percent interested in her. 
but I don't think I think it's the weekend's performance that is honestly what's not really working um uh for me with this with the storyline and then I do feel the Sam Levinson influence like I I do think I can feel it from Euphoria season 1 to Euphoria season 2 there is this like way in which I feel like he is trying to tell stories of young women but I I think that he I I I don't think he's maybe the best person <laughs> until these stories uh there's a way in which like i mean the 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 reviews coming out of the first episodes and i actually think episode three is the one that actually feels the most like this which is that people called it like torture porn and i feel like there's the most of that energy in this episode there's that there's a the bit at the end of episode one but i think that this is probably the most and and also just like yeah yeah, and also just like so like in the back of the car while leah's like driving on like we're really going out of our way to include sex in every like every scene basically every scene is bookended with sex whether it's in the back of the car in the in the like changing dressing room and to the point where then he has to like like i don't want to see him jerking off in a dressing room you know like there it's just so i actually saw someone refer to that also as like that is full-on like i don't know what level of assault together but like somebody had to clean that up uh and like you're not as like a looking at that nice dress too like that's what he was going to use it's it's really annoying because it's like gosh every and i'm not like you know a never nude or something but it's just like every episode really we're getting like smacked over the head with more and more and more sex and like let's see what we could do this time to make it different i guess Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, poor Leah is really the one who has to watch it, like, literally every scene, basically. Um... But it's just too much. It really is. It's so over the top. And obviously, again, they're really, they're not subtle about it at all as far as like Tedros's like control of um, Jocelyn. And we see like his power growing and him asserting himself more, um, especially when he fires her, um, is it her her cook or her chef or something? Yeah. Um, Well, he comes from a family of doctors, so I don't know. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, so he does that. And at the dinner, which I actually thought the dinner conversation, while very, very difficult, um, probably the best scene of the episode. Um, the bar is low, but that that scene was really interesting. And again, I think they could have gone places. And I think it explains things about Jocelyn's character that is actually very, very interesting to talk about and think about um, how she's basically had writer's block for a year and it could partly be because while well, her mom is not able to like abuse her which was what her mom did in order to like get her to give her the motivation to succeed and right like uh, on and on and on there's a lot to be said there and a lot to yeah. think about there but i felt like they really undid that a bit when we end the episode with like tedros abusing jocelyn like i felt like okay now we've crossed another line which like really just feels uncomfortable to watch in a way that doesn't make me want to watch more. It's like I'm uncomfortable and intrigued. I'm just uncomfortable and upset. And I, I, I don't know that I needed that, you know? No, I, uh, I agree. I think there is a moment in the, in the shopping spree when, when he, they're having sex and she, he's like, okay, I'm going to like finish. And she's like, she's like, do not. And yes. he keeps going, and then she's like, "Absolutely, do not." Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, if you're gonna go, any like, it's so interesting that that's the same episode that begin the episode. She, I mean, obviously, he makes her like, you know, divulge the secret that ultimately is that like he's then pushing her to like this idea that like, is it the are you do you miss like is your mom not being around and not having somebody who pushes you to do it for like fear of physical violence is that why you're like not making good music or whatever like the show has a reason why like she says no at the beginning of the episode and then later is like not saying no to him like she's fully under his Mm -hmm. like you know thing but i'm just like but boy the beginning is so much is so much more compelling as a thing of like she is this like fully empowered you know woman by the end of the episode it's like well she's not and it's like i mean i get that's it's the story they're trying to tell like how does someone why does someone fall under the influence of someone like that but i'm like i don't know it's not super compelling and and like yeah again like makes me super like if this was a binge show like i'm not sure i'm like okay let's put on the next one no zero percent chance yeah Yeah. it's it's really really like deeply deeply upsetting especially when you have people at the table like Leah and like Xander 
who are supposed to be in Jocelyn's corner, right? And Leah specifically had called Chaim when they were shopping. And it's like, this this guy is no good. He like was really, really aggressively rude to me. Like he's actually very scary and like going on and on and on. And it's really upsetting. You know, like nobody intervenes and pretty ironic in my opinion that like yeah. Xander is getting called out for not intervening when uh when Jocelyn's mom was abusing her and yet is like actively working with uh Ted Ross to be like hey you should use that photo uh where you're a glazed donut as the cover of your album sounds great um yeah. it's it's really upsetting I don't know it's just I felt like again there are there are flashes in the pan of I see what they're going for I see what they're trying to portray with Jocelyn as like a very troubled character who has this like really really complex again if we want to like allude to succession has this very complex like relationship with a parent who is involved very very much in her world and in her career and is essentially a momager is what I'm, I've gathered and then she has this other side of her that abuses Jocelyn to get her to succeed. And Jocelyn just grew up with that. And now suddenly that person gets sick and is gone. Um, and how does someone handle that when it seems like beyond having her friends who also work for her around her? I mean, we've seen no mention of any other family, any other friends who are literally just her friends and don't work for her. You yeah. know, what happens when your circle is also paid by you and has a vested interest in your, um, in your, basically in your career and, and this, you know, whether your career succeeds or not. I think that in and of itself is a fascinating show and does not need the like Tedra stuff that comes along with it. Um, no. And I, I think it's interesting talking about this, knowing that we are over halfway through the show mm -hmm. and what that means they're going to have to do in just two episodes. We only have two episodes left. So they're really going to have to like, if we want a, a happy-ish ending, I suppose, for Jocelyn, really going to have to turn some stuff around within two episodes to make that happen. Because now it feels like she is pretty much entirely indoctrinated into this uh, this cult that he has. Um, and do you, do you think the, the gun that Chaim, uh, mentions to destiny, do you think that's like Chekhov's gun? Like, is that, is that coming back mm. into play? Um, I do think there's a chance that Jocelyn, I mean, mm, I guess I was gonna say there's a chance that Jocelyn dies, but I actually don't think that's true because I think that, I don't think Sam Levinson, like, I think that he, well, would... if he wants a second season too, you know. Yeah. So the, um, I don't think I mentioned this, the, there was uh, rumors going around this week that, um, uh, the show will not have a second season. And then I believe some HBO representative said that's actually not true. They have not actually made a decision, which feels to me like uh, someone in HBO is like, we're absolutely not doing a second season, but don't tell anybody so that um, Sam Levinson makes Euphoria season three. <laughs> it's like my prediction on that. I, oh. I think the, I definitely see this ending in violence. I mean, it's giving off like, you know, manson family you yeah. know cult um annexium stuff i i definitely feel like uh it it's uh in a tv show it ends with um because like i think that you could end the season with tedros in jail um i think like a, a some sort of standoff at some point makes sense whether or not anybody actually gets like shot and then whether anybody actually like dies i certainly could see somebody like being shot but living or something um mm -hmm. but tedros in jail i feel like 
maybe he's interested in like that feels like where you could leave it and it's still there's room for a second season because he's in he's in jail he's not dead yeah so but Heim's gun i think yes i think it comes back i think it's gonna get really bad and probably gets really bad next episode in terms of a thing that like everybody then realizes it's really bad right probably maybe in the finale i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. and this is the thing this is the trickiest and this is why i think the destiny and Haim stuff is very interesting is because they have a chance to kind of intervene, but I'm wondering what, what you made of this. The fact that they had this call from the Live Nation guy, right? And they pretend they're at the studio, which I will say did give me a bit of a chuckle. Yeah, Destiny, uh, the actress playing Destiny uh, is tremendous. Just want to pull up her. Um, uh, yeah, she's. Divine Joy Randolph is amazing. She's very funny. Yeah. And I thought that scene actually, it actually did make me laugh when they're pretending to be at the recording studio uh, with Jocelyn. Oh, she's putting down new tracks. She's she's laying down new music. And the guy gets like all very excited about it. And so when they meet Tedros and they're like, oh, you know, she needs to be focusing on her career and, and writing new music. He's like, oh, we're we're writing it. They're bringing in this this big name like, oh, oh, he's coming in and he's going to he's going to help us write music and blah, blah, blah. Do you think the reason that Hayam and Destiny don't intervene then is because they're like, well, if it does get a few new songs out of Jocelyn, I guess it might be worth it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when they like leave and they don't tell Leah, but they're like, yeah, this is really bad. But I, yeah. I don't know that they see like a way to detach the two of them. And it's like, all right, let's just see what the what the music sounds like, Um, mm -hmm. I think probably is where their head is at. Or maybe hoping that she'll like, no, because they're like, no, it's really bad. Like we're F. So, yeah. Um, that scene also has maybe the worst line I've ever heard in a TV oh show that my, I, like yeah. in terms of trying to be, uh, vulgar. Um, so he says, uh, he is bleeding. What is he? I don't want to even repeat Something it. But about it's, it's Epstein, Epstein and boys at Epstein's Island and bleeding from certain spots on your body and not great. Not it's, not uh, great. yeah, it's pretty, pretty bad. I mean, I, it's, that's one of them where I'm like, they are trying to, make him be he's he's probably up there with nikki in terms of people who seemingly don't care about jocelyn yeah. and just want like music and and money um um yeah he's saying he has ibs and he's uh uh shitting more blood than a kid at epstein's island really bad really bad yeah uh got lots of uh attention on uh twitter as like wh why why do you you don't need to make that joke yeah. uh, i think to your point earlier about um some of the content in the show is like you know the, using him using the r word uh tedros it's like i don't think you need it in there to like know that that's exactly. a bad and dude you know yeah, yeah. like I, okay i don't again i don't mean to keep bringing up succession but like it was the sunday night prestige drama on hbo before this and we hated so many of those characters and none of them ever said the r word right like yeah. we hated so many of them because they said such bad bad things and they were bad bad people and there are ways of doing that that are a little bit more subtle that aren't quite as deplorable and making me want to like scratch my ears off as hearing the r word in that jeff epstein joke like there are just ways to do it that are not like getting you roasted on Twitter, you know, like I just think the, the ways they're doing things sometimes, uh, I feel like someone needed to take some sandpaper to the show and just like smooth out the rough edges of it.
I mean, call out Epstein, but I just think like it's just the way it the the joke is like at the expense of the people who were victims of what happened. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I don't love it. Again, I can understand that like um I think Andrew is his character's name, Andrew Finkelstein. He's supposed to like you're not really supposed to like him and know that he's only in it for like to make sure that uh right. Jocelyn is um making music and that they can sell a tour but it's like i don't know i don't know you needed it but yeah um yeah yeah um yeah i mean i i think we'll probably leave it. i don't think we, you know we need to go much longer on uh on the episode daybreak again i think my big takeaway is that like I, anytime it's it's like her her world I'm way more intrigued by it, which is funny because I'm normally not into like Hollywood stuff. Like I, I sometimes like roll my eyes when it's like when writers are, like write a movie and then it's about like acting and or like a musician or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I, like I, I know that we all and I watch movies and TV all the time, but it's like, um, can you just make it with like, is, can this person be an accountant? Like a normal or, like, person. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, I find that the, the all the cult stuff for me is not working. I will say, you know, I'm going to continue watching Aaron. I'll be back um, the following two weeks to chat about the episodes. I can, you know, say that there's a way in which um, the way that they resolve this story could lead me to feel differently. But I, I think I'm mostly with you that it feels like it's not a very fun ride we're going along along the way, which might be how they want it to be. But you know, but I'm a sucker for like make me feel excruciatingly uncomfortable and like yeah. sad and and make it dark while we're going. I, I think it's just like mostly that like uh, um, the weekend's performance is not great. So not great. And <laughs> no. I do think like uh, I don't know, maybe even something that could have helped. Right? Is because we have that other the other girl who is in the the cult who was mm -hmm. playing the piano naked last week. Yes. Um, who has who does ask Jocelyn a lot of these really deep. Uh, questions about yeah. her mother and about her mother's death and really is seems intrigued by all yeah. of that mm -hmm. um and, and does have this like emotionality when she plays music i would have even liked like what about her and jocelyn and like writing a song together like i do think there are ways in which this is a show about a pop star mm -hmm. and we really haven't heard a ton of ton of the music besides that one song which then she was like <laughs> about uh that one so i just feel yeah. like um and maybe that's gonna come at the end right like i don't know there are two more episodes it could be that we're going to get some really like heartfelt music as a result of of all of this and it's gonna be about her mother or something um i just thought like th there's something else they could have done instead of what they did that i think probably would have worked better i know that's like the most vague thing to say but uh more music i think would have also been kind of nice to see so I don't know. I th I mean, I just was really disappointed in this episode, especially because I came on last week and I was like, hey, episode two was an improvement. <laughs> well, then, we'll see. I, I do. Yeah, I do suspect that she'll make a song that actually they think is good because I feel like that's the point of that scene in the middle of this episode yeah. where they're like talking with the with the other cult members about like you know trauma actually leads to like really great things. And all these people will say that like music saved them and and whatever so i imagine that next episode she actually does actually start to make music that is actually good while also like starting to be just as miserable more miserable than she was bef before so yeah i don't know anyway um all right well just thanks thanks for watching the idol and coming on to chat about it for two weeks it in a so row other people didn't have to right <laughs> well, um what else you got going on and where can people find you 
Oh gosh, you can hear me talking succession always. Uh, Gracie and I also finished up our Based on a True Story coverage. Sarah and I are starting our And Just Like That coverage. Season two is dropping uh, very shortly. So um, uh, if you want to check that out, I'm hoping this season is a lot of fun considering we're going to get Samantha. And I feel like season one lacked a lot of the comedy that Sex and the City was known for in the 90s. So I really hope Samantha infuses some comedy into season two of And Just Like That. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, beyond that, you can also hear me on shit. 90 shows taught me talking nineties content. And, uh, we just, (laughs) we said a podcast for bring it on. What Uh a hot mess express. It was very fun. Uh, bring it on is the epitome of like a 2000s teen comedy in the best ways and in the worst ways. Um, so yeah, check all that out at the just Sterling. And then I'm on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash the just Sterling's where you can find me. Amazing. Um, I am, yeah, chatting succession with with you, episode rankings, Battle Royale, um, of course, weekly movie coverage. Jesse will be joining me to chat about Elemental this week. Uh, and then when Ariel gets back, we'll talk about The Flash. Uh, Ariel and uh, Rich and I are doing a dark rewatch podcast. I'm chatting Black Mirror, the new season. Um, did a full season uh, recap with Mike and LT and then individual episodes with guests along the way. So that has been fun. And then over on Rob is a podcast the pride has spoken we're interviewing different lgbtq survivors all month long um, and that has been very fun we had a great conversation with hi last week so check that out i'm on uh, twitter at hi from grace um all right and uh yeah we'll be back ariel should be back next week we'll chat episode for the penultimate episode of the idol um until then bye-bye With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.